me to Matthew chapter number 6. Matthew chapter number 6. Matthew chapter number 6. As you're turning there, if you don't know where Matthew is, uh, best place to look in your Bible is the table of contents. And when you look there, you'll see you have an Old Testament and a New Testament. Matthew is the first book of the New Testament. So Matthew chapter number 6. Uh, as you're turning there... Um, uh, one thing, and I don't know if you've noticed this, but some churches would say, you know, you have to you have to do all new or you have to do all old. And I say, why? Why do we have to do that? Because here's what I figured out is the, the new will eventually become old. But here's what I love about some of those timeless hymns. They're timeless. They're timeless. I want my kids to know the new stuff. Don't get me wrong. That's what they listen to radio and all that kind of stuff. But I want my kids to know Amazing Grace because it is amazing. Say amen. Okay, so we're a church that we like, we like it all, okay? New stuff, old stuff, everything in between. Here we go. Uh, Matthew chapter 6, Matthew chapter 6, we're going to start in verse 25. If you didn't bring your Bible, uh, that's okay. Uh, if you need a Bible, you talk to me, talk to one of our leaders here, we'll get you a Bible. But if you didn't bring your Bible, that's okay, we're going to put it up on the screen. So if you're either looking on the screen or looking in your Bible at Matthew 6, verse 25, if you're there, say, I'm there. Here we go. It says, therefore I say unto you, take no thought of your life, what you shall eat, or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. Is not the life more than the meat and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are they not be- much better than they? Are ye, are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto your stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they, grow, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. Verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much. Thank you so much for your word. Thank you so much for the truth of your word. Lord, I'm thankful that you're a God who cannot lie. Lord, you tell us the truth. And so, Lord, I want to receive the truth today. Lord, I don't want to, I don't want to receive a, a person's opinion or, or, or even what's in my own mind or in my own heart. Lord, I want to receive the truth from you because you are right and you are good. And so, Lord God, if anybody walks away here and, and, and hears me, Lord, we've missed it. Lord, if we hear from you, we found it. And so, Lord, I just pray you be with this whole entire time together. We love you, and Lord, we just ask you to speak to us today. In your wonderful holy name we pray. Amen. 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 You may be seated. You may be seated. Okay, so we are, we are in, uh, in the midst of a brand new series. Uh, we kicked it off last week. Uh, brand new series, brand new series, um, and, and, and I think it's going to really hit home for everybody because I think a lot of people can relate to the title of this series. The title of this series is right up here. Here we go. Ready? Get ready for it. Say it with me. One, two, three. 
Okay, all right, I love it how you're already saying it, how you feel, okay? Overwhelmed, overwhelmed, okay? We'll say it one more time, one more time, with feeling, how you feel about it. One, two, three, here we go. Overwhelmed, overwhelmed, overwhelmed. I, I asked a couple weeks ago, I said, hey, hey, how many, y'all, how many of y'all feel like you're in the rat race? How many of y'all feel like you're going from one thing to another? How many of y'all feel like that you have something on your schedule, but you're in that thing on your schedule, but you got five other things you got to think about, and we're go, 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 100 miles an hour, and we're just wide open all the time. Now, let me ask this question. Is this God's desire for our life? No, but yet we're here. Yet we're here. We're overwhelmed, and so that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk, we talked about it last week, talked about it this week, probably going to talk about it for the next several weeks, overwhelmed, overwhelmed. Now last week what we talked about is we talked about what is your purpose? What is your purpose? Now when we talked about purpose, we're not talking about where you need to serve in a ministry here. We're talking about your purpose, your overall purpose in life, what you were created to do. And we looked at that and you were created to bring God glory, say amen. We are created for that. But yet sin came in, disobedience, and we looked last week that really salvation, salvation is a way of redeeming us back or bringing us back to our original purpose of glorifying God. We talked about we need to glorify God in our body and our spirit, which is God's. And so we have to glorify God. And we asked some hard questions at the end of the service last week. We asked questions, are, are the things you're doing right now bringing glory to God? And if, you, if you're doing things that are not bringing the glory to God, why are you still doing them? And then we had this last question at the end, and some of y'all didn't like it. Some of y'all got maybe a little convicted about it. But if there are things in our lives that are not glorifying God, we have two options. One is we change it. We change how we're doing what we're doing so it does bring glory to God. Or two, we eliminate it. We eliminate it. Some of the best things for our schedules is not what we change about our schedules, but the things that we take off. Say amen. Okay, so here we are today. Here we are today. So we've established what is our purpose. Our purpose is to glorify God. Glorify God. Now, here's what we're going to talk about today. Here's what we're going to talk about today. Here's the title of the message. Here's the title of the message. Who comes first? Who comes first? Okay, we need to glorify God, but we have all these things that we have to accomplish, all these things on our schedule. So who comes first? Who comes first? Let's look back in Matthew chapter 6, Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. We'll kind of walk through these verses again, all right? It says, verse 25, therefore, I say unto you, by the way, what color is your writing? Red, so that means who's talking? Jesus is talking. Jesus is talking. One thing that's kind of interesting and in what we're going to talk about is this verse is right after the verse we looked at a couple weeks ago where it talked about no man can serve two masters. For you hate the one and love the other, else holds the one and despise the other. You cannot serve for God and man or God and money. We talked about that from the standpoint of, of our love for God and our love for people in relation to our love for other things. And we use the example of money. So here we are, we're like, serve God, can't serve God and money, both, but wait, you can't, like, we need money, like, what, what I'm worried now, because in verse 25, therefore I say unto you, take no thought of your life. Uh, I don't know about you, but when I'm worrying about something, I'm thinking about it over and over and over and over, okay? It, 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 worrying consumes our mind, and so we think about these things, and here's what Jesus is saying, don't even worry about it. 
Take no thought, no worry for your life. What you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on, is not the life more than the meat and the body than the raiment. Okay, raiment is clothing, by the way. All right? So we don't need to think about what we eat or what we drink or all that kind of stuff. It says, verse, verse 26, Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor the gathering barns. Yet your heaven, heavenly Father feed them. Are ye not much better than they? Thank, thank the Lord we're better than the birds. Say amen. Okay, I think better of myself than the birds. All right. Verse 27, which of you, by taking thought or worry, can add one cubic unto his stature? Let me talk about that. I'm 5'11 and a half. 5'11 and a half. My dad is 6'2. Do you know my whole entire life when I was growing up, I just wanted to get to one number. Six foot tall. I'm 5'11 and a half. What this verse is talking about is me going like this. Got it. Okay? That didn't happen, all right? I'm 5'11 and a half. I'll always be 5'11 and a half. Guess what? I'm probably going to be like 5'9, 5'8, because I think you shrink as you get older. Okay? So that's what it is. I, I can't worry about it because my worrying about me not being six foot is not going to add any inches to me. I think in these shoes I'm six foot tall. Here we go. Verse 28. Verse 28. Why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon, this Solomon is a character in the Old Testament, he's a king, he, he, he had everything he ever wanted, anything under the sun. God gave him all the riches, all the wisdom, everything. That even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. That these lilies of the fields are, 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 they have what they need more than even Solomon who tried to do everything in his own power. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast in the oven, that can just be burned away, shall he not much more clothe ye, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, don't worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink? Wherewithal shall we be clothed? Don't worry about those things. Verse 32, for after all these things do the Gentiles seek. Now let me explain that a little bit. We're talking about, in, we're, in, we're in the Gospels, so we're talking about Jews, okay? That Christ came for the Jew first and then the Gentile. So in this verse, what he's talking about is he's really trying to basically say, here's God's chosen people and then those people that are on the outside. If you want to use this example, he's talking about saved, saved people, if you want to use that terminology, saved versus not saved. And here's what he's talking about. We worry like people that don't know Jesus worry. Let me help you with this. We have something that, that, say, uh, that, uh, that lost people don't have, and that's Jesus. Amen. We have something, okay? But we, but we worry like we don't. What, what's funny is I, I see somebody, and this person's worrying, and this person's worrying. Here's the Christian worrying. Here's the person who's lost worrying. And I'm like, I can't tell a difference. He's saying, wait a second. You don't need to worry like them because they got something you don't. Jesus, here we go. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you need you have need for all, all these things. Now, God's not up in heaven going, huh, I didn't know that Chicky needed to eat today. I totally forgot about that. Oh, you mean Candy needs something to wear today? Okay. No, okay. He knows what we need. Say amen. He's aware of it. It didn't, like, didn't catch God by surprise. Oh, my gosh, they need something. All right? It didn't catch him by surprise. He knows what we need. He knows what we need. Now, Verse 33 is key. Verse 33 is key. Now, the wor we're, we're going to focus on that first word, the first word in verse 33. Now, it's not a double T, so you can say it in church, okay? Here we go. One, two, three. What's that first word? But. but. 
Come on, y'all, some of y'all didn't say it like y'all didn't mean it. Okay? It's not the double T. You can say it. Here we go. Ready? One, two, three. But, but, let me give you a grammar lesson. But is a conjunction. You ready? Conjunction, junction, what's your function? Never mind. Schoolhouse Rock, okay? All right. It actually came out before I was even born, but they like redid it in the 80s. All right? <laughs> but it's a conjunction. It's a conjunction, okay? So a conjunction has a function. What is the function of the conjunction but? The, vo- the function is, is that it is, it, is a, it, is, it is a contrast to something that is previously mentioned. Okay, the 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 conjunction but is is a is is a contrast to what was previously mentioning. So when we see this word but, this this is not about to say uh, this section of scripture is not saying don't worry, be happy. I won't sing that song. Okay, (laughs) all right, all right. It's not saying don't worry, be happy. Okay, it is saying don't do this, but instead contrasting. But do this, okay? Don't do this, do this. So here's what it's saying. It's saying, don't worry. And he's not just saying, don't worry. He is actually going to give us the, 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 contra- the, the contrast to, okay, we're not supposed to worry, but we are supposed to this. Now let's see what that is. But seek ye first the kingdom of who? God and his what? Righteousness and and all these things shall be added unto you. All these things shall be added unto you. Oh, what, what are all those things? What we looked at in verse 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32. All those things are added. But we have to, instead of worrying, okay, instead of worrying, what we're supposed to do is we're supposed to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Now, Here's, I gotta illustrate this a little bit, okay? I gotta illustrate this a little bit. Here we go. Boom, 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 boom. Y'all just talk amongst yourselves, okay? All right, so here we go. I gotta put these back in a good order. Here we go. Dooby dooby doo, do 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 Y'all still talking? Okay, good. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, all right. So let's talk about uh, priorities in our lives, areas in our lives. All right, here we go. First, first, first thing. Here we go. How about family? Would we agree this is an area of our life? Okay, this is a priority. This is something that, let me say this, do we worry about our family? Yes, obviously, okay, so this is a worry. Okay, we'll put that one right there, okay. All right, here we go, here's another one, here's another one. How about work? Is that a priority in our life? Yes, okay, do we worry about work? Yes, okay, does it take a lot of time? Absolutely, okay, all right, maybe it should. Okay, some of you are like, no, it don't take a lot of time at all. Work a little harder. All right, so here we go. <laughs> all right. All right, I'm going I'm to leave the teenagers out. School. Is this a bit of a worry? Okay, is this a bit of priority? <laughs> Should be more of a priority. Okay, there we go. All right, school. Don't want to leave you all out, okay? All right, well, a little funny how things balance out, okay? All right, don't make fun of me. Here we go. All right, here we go. Oh, this is fun. This is kind of fun. Thing. Sports. Sports. Is this something we, uh, something in our lives? Roll tide. Oh, oh, well, yeah. Hallelujah, roll tide. I don't, want, I don't know what I was supposed to say. I don't like the other one, but you know, uh, whatever. Okay, so I don't want to divide the whole entire room. Okay, here we go. Sports. Sports, is this part of our lives? Yes, okay. And if you're a teenager, maybe this is like a big part of your life. Okay, big part of your life. Sports, okay, family, work, school. Okay, y'all love this one, this one. Hey, Fun! How many of y'all like some fun in your life? 
Okay, yeah. Okay, this side over here, y'all really like a lot of fun. Do y'all like fun over here? Just want to make sure. Okay, just making sure. All right, you're like, don't leave us out. We like it. Okay, fun. All right. All right, so, okay. Family, work, school, sports, fun. I feel like I'm missing something. Anything I'm missing? Anything anything I'm missing? Church? Oh, well, I don't want to talk about church right now. Okay, so... <laughs> Let's just talk, let's just let's just have a God box. You'll give it that. Okay. Obviously you're not, okay? Whatever. <laughs> all right, and so so here's just some of the things. These aren't balanced, but that's okay. Okay. All right. Here's just some some of the things that are, are areas of our life, priorities in our life, some things that we worry about in our lives, all that kind of stuff. And we could we could separate this. We could say family is spouse or kids, and you know, and here's like at work and, and even even from the I, I don't really like to like I guess we could put church in the middle right here or whatever, but we have some things in our life. All right, so we all agree that every single priority, every single issue, every single thing, not issue, area of our life requires our time. Say amen. Requires some energy, say amen. Even, even requires some money. If you got kids, say oh me. Okay, all right. Yeah. There's some requirements to that. Okay, there's some there's some time commitments, there's some there's some um, energy commitments, there's some money commitments, and when we'd all agree that's a limited resource. All those are limited resources. I don't know about you, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough energy, and I don't have enough money, okay? Maybe we can all relate to that, all right? If you're financially independent, come talk to me after service, okay? All right, <laughs> but, but for the most part, every one of us, all right, time, energy, and money. And so what we do is we, we have a, a, a certain amount of time or a certain amount of energy or a certain amount of money, and so we like, okay, that seems to be a good little size, so I'll, I'll give some time and energy and effort or some money to my family. Uh, that's a little smaller. Uh, I don't want to pick work over family, even though I act like I do, okay? Um, this one's a pretty good size, um, so we'll, we'll put that with the school. Um, yeah, let me see. Never mind, we'll put that one there with school. Um, but uh, here we go. Hold on, let me switch that, right? Okay, we'll put that over here. Okay, sports. Because um, <laughs> sports don't really matter to us that much, so we won't put too much in there. So um, just wanted to make sure on that end. Um, okay, um, we'll, uh, we'll put a little bit more of the family. That sounds good, okay? All right, a little bit more will work. Okay, now school's not that bad. Okay, so I'll, I'll put a little bit of the school again. Oh, that's a big one. Okay, Ooh. Fun, fun. All right, here we go. All right, got to have fun, got to have fun, got to have fun. All right, let's see what else we got here. All right, that's a pretty good size. Uh, I spent a lot more time at work, okay? Ooh, <laughs> that's a nice one. Okay, so uh, let's see here, let's see here, let's see here, let's see here. Oh, man. Uh, uh, okay, all right, <laughs> don't really want to, but I'll do what I can, all right, okay, but um, but then, you know, it, it's like, okay, we have all these things, but then, you know, that, that we get that phone call, so we gotta, we gotta take that phone call right there, and, 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 and then we get that text message, we get that text message, and we're like, okay, we gotta take that one too, and man, somebody, somebody you know, they, I called them, but they didn't call me back, so gotta take another call right there. And then I got that meeting. Oh, man, that meeting, that meeting, that meeting. Because you know it's one of them meetings. When somebody calls and says, I got to meet with the pastor, that's not a good meeting, okay? All right, so we got to take that meeting right there. Here you go, honey. All right, okay, all right. 
I can tell you're really excited. Maybe we're going to have a meeting. I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right. Okay. Uh, I'll put a little bit more in fun because that's a bigger one. Uh, sports, school. There we go. All right, family. Here we go. Oh, I've got plenty to give her out. It's okay. Hold on. Oh, wait. Hold on. Come on, yeah, come on, you know. All right, whatever. Okay, so yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so what we do is we go, we say that this verse, this verse, and this is where we get kind of confused a little bit, this verse is, is, is basically saying, you know, what I have to do with God is I just have to put, bring him to the front of the line, okay? So I just got to bring him to the front of the line. And, and, and God becomes one of our priorities, one of our priorities, and then we're like, well, here's what I need to do. I just need to, to get my priorities and, and manage them a different way. And so I, I, I'll put God at the front of the line, but, but God, you're going to get some, and you're going to get some family and work and school and sports and fun and on and on and on and on. Here's the problem. We need to understand what this verse is really talking about. This verse is not about positioning God in a different place in the line. Here's what this means. This means that God's got to be first when it comes to my family. This means that God's got to be first when it comes to my job. This means that God has to be first, has to be first when it comes to school. This means that, that, that God, sports are not bad, say amen. They're not bad, but, 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 but God's got to be first in my sports. And, and, and fun, hopefully, dear Jesus, I hope fun is not a bad thing, okay? Because I have a lot of it, all right? But even our fun, God has to be number one in our fun. Now, Go back to our verse. But seek ye, what's that word? First, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. All my time, all the energy, all the money, it's all taken care of when I put God first. Say amen. Okay? Now, it gets better. <laughs> Hold on a second, I gotta take a drink. Uh, that's like Christian aerobics. Whew. Ooh. Let me stretch a little bit. Okay, now we're ready. Okay. Let's look at our next verse. Let's look at our next verse. This is exciting. All right. Now, now, the God of who? Okay, let me just help him understand this. Now, the God of peace, not the God of chaos. Not the God of busyness, not the God of a crazy schedule, the God of who? Now, how, how many of y'all could, could use a little bit more peace in your life? Raise your hand. Okay? The God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Okay, so obviously Jesus got up, okay, got up from the grave, defeated death and sin. Here we go, verse 21. Here, here's what's going on. 
make you perfect. It's talking about you, us, me, okay? Make you perfect. The word perfect can mean complete, mature, in every good work to do his what? Will. To do his will. Okay, this is kind of a, a, a continuation of last week that the, the goal would be, okay, I, I got it from the grave. I've gave you victory in your sin because I have a will for your life working in you that which is, what's that word? Well-pleasing in his sight, God's sight through Jesus Christ to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Okay, so, so, so he saves us. Because he, he has a will for us, and so he, he has that will so that he would, he, we, we, he would do in his well-pleasing to God, okay? The will of God. Now, the will of God can sometimes get a little like, what is the will of God? What does that mean? And so many people get it wrong when they say, I'm trying to find God's will for my life. Like it's a career that I'm supposed to choose. I'm supposed to find this one big thing. Let me help you with this. When I became a pastor of a church, I didn't say, okay, I fulfilled the will of God in my life. Done, <laughs> all right? No, the will of God for your life is that God, God's will for your life is whatever he is asking you to do today. And the will of God for your life tomorrow is whatever he's asking you to do tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. Does that make sense? Okay? Because God, want, God has a plan and purpose for your life, not just as a big, huge, wow, one big thing you want me to do, but every single day, every single moment, every single situation, every single conversation, God has a will for your life. Say amen. Okay, now, let's look at another verse. Let's look at another verse. For as much, now this is 1 Peter 1, 4, for, for as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, okay? Christ suffered for us in the flesh, suffered for us on the cross, dying for our sins. It was a costly price. Arm yourselves, okay, us, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind, this mind of Christ, okay? This mind of Christ. For he that has suffered in the flesh has ceased from Sin, okay? Now, this is what's really cool about that is on a side note, if we choose to sin after we're saved, we choose to sin, okay? We've been delivered from it. We don't have to sin. We just do. We shouldn't. Okay, here we go. That he, that he that's talking about us, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men, okay? Basically, that we shouldn't live the rest of our lives basically doing whatever we feel like doing, whatever feels good, whatever, you know, all, all the our desire, selfish desires we have. No, we shouldn't live the rest of our lives for that, but to the what? Will of God. Will of God that everything from this point forward, when we get saved, is how, how do I do what God has asked me to do? What is going to be well-pleasing in in his sight, okay? Now, let's talk about your schedules for just a minute. Let's talk about your schedules for just a minute because everybody would agree, your schedule being overwhelming is not the will of God. Say amen. It's not the will of God. It's not the will of God. So here's, here's, a, here's a big thing right here. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to save that one for just a minute, okay? But here's when it comes to it, all right? Some of you, some of you are doing things and putting things on your schedule that are outside of God's will. And the reason why you're doing it is because you never asked him about it. Do you think God cares about your schedule? Yes, he does. It's okay. All right. Yes, he does. He cares about your schedule. He does care about your schedule. Okay. 
So, so, but the reason why, like, we, something is presented to us to put on our schedule, we don't ever pray about it. We just put it on there. God cares about your schedule. Say amen. He cares about your schedule. But we don't take the time to actually ask him what he wants on the schedule. That's one part. The other part, so some of y'all don't know the will of God because you've never asked him. The other side of it is you know the will of God, and God told you no, but you did it anyways. Now, why did you do that? A couple reasons. A couple reasons. One, you thought you could do it all. You thought you could do it all. You thought you were Superman, right? I can take just one more thing and one more thing and one more thing. I'll figure this out. Hey, here's, here's some really dangerous words. I got this. Another dangerous word is watch this, okay? <laughs> That's a bad don't. Watch this. Okay, somebody's about to get hurt, okay? I got this. <laughs> somebody's about to get hurt too probably, all right? But I got this. One is we thought we could do it. Two, we didn't really want to give it up. God said, no, don't put that on your schedule, but we liked it. And we didn't want to take it off our schedule, and so we left it on there. Third one, third one, here we go. <laughs> y'all, y'all okay? Y'all okay? Y'all good? All right? All right? God told you no, but you didn't want to let somebody down. So you said yes again, because I can't let somebody down. I, I'll, I'll give this example, okay? Um, I, I, I coached baseball one year. First and last year I ever coached baseball, okay? And it wasn't because of the kids. <laughs> I love the kids. We had a great time with the kids. It was other people involved. Adult, whatever. I'm not going to call them out. Okay, all right. So, but, but, but here we go. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to coach. I was going to be assistant coach. Head coach pulled out. And so they come to me and they said, hey, Buchanan, you know, you really, you, we need you to coach because if you don't coach, there's going to be less teams and there's going to be a bigger, bigger group of kids on every team. So not everybody, not every kid's going to get to play as much and all that kind of stuff. And so I say yes to something God never told me to do. And let me help you with this. It was a miserable experience. God bless all the coaches, okay? God love you. But here we go, all right? But still, like, there, there's so, there are things that we're doing, and we're trying to focus on somebody else's will for our life instead of his will for our life. Say amen. And, and so we have all, so, so here's, here's what I want to really get you with, okay? If we don't ever bother to ask God, about what we should put on our schedule, and then when God tells us no, we put it on there anyways, the reason why we're overwhelmed is whose fault? Our fault. It's my fault, okay? But when we get all overwhelmed and we don't know what to do, who do we blame? God! Why won't you help me? Why won't you do something in this situation? Why do I feel so overwhelmed? And God's going, it ain't me. That's your fault, buddy. It's our fault. The reason why we're overwhelmed is because we put that stuff on our schedule. Nobody, nobody threatened me and said, you better, you better coach that team or I'm going to hurt you, okay? If they'd have done that, I'd be like, hey, you're, you're insane. I'm taking my kid and we're going home, all right? I'm not doing that, okay? So when it comes to our overwhelmed schedule, it's our fault. It's not God's fault. It's our fault. God wants to help us with it, but we won't take the help. All right, now we're not talking about y'all. Let's not talk about y'all. Let's talk about somebody else. Let's give another real, let me, let's give a Bible uh, answer or a Bible example. Here we go. All right, so uh, Luke 10, Luke 10, 
So now it came to pass as they went that he entered, this is Jesus, he entered into a certain village and a certain woman named Martha received him, him into her house. Okay, so he goes into this city, goes into this village, and, and, and Martha comes and says, hey, Jesus, you can come stay at my place. And she had a sister called Mary, okay? So now we see our characters. We've got Jesus, who's been received in the house. We've got Martha that asked him to come in. And then we've got Martha's sister, Mary. And we know what, and we know what Mary is doing, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his words heard his word okay so that's what mary is doing mary is sitting at jesus feet listening to the lord verse 40 but martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said no came to him came to jesus and said lord dost thou not care that my sister hath left me to serve alone Bid her, therefore, that she help me. Now, so here's what going, what's going on. Martha's busy uh, getting the food together and all that kind of stuff. She's busy serving all about Mary, her sisters at Jesus' feet, listening to him and all that kind of stuff. So Martha leaves, at least what she's doing, and, and, and getting everything prepared and serving all kinds of stuff. She goes to Jesus and says, hey, look, I need you to deal with my sister, okay? My sister needs to come help me, and Jesus, you need to tell her that, Okay? So here we go. Verse 41. And Jesus answered and said unto her, who? Wait a second. Wait a second. He, Martha specifically told Jesus to talk to Mary. But yet Jesus is now talking to her. What's going on? Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled. Let me use a word that we use a lot. Thou art worried. Thou art worried about many things. Verse 42. But how many? One thing is needful. And Mary had chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. See, what we have to understand with Mary and Martha is Martha was doing some things that, 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 were, that were good things to do. She was serving and taking care and all kinds of stuff. These were not bad things, but they weren't necessary. They were good things, but they weren't necessary. And what Jesus is saying to, to Martha, like, look, you need to understand, you're doing some good things, but she picked the necessary thing. Because here's what we need to understand. When it comes to balancing or making, finding priorities in our life, the priorities are not figuring out what's good and bad. That's been settled. That's been settled. When you decide to live out the purpose that God has for your life by glorifying Him, doing His will, it's not a decision between good and bad. It's the difference between good and best. That makes sense? Good and best. I'm not saying that all the priorities that we laid out here, all the areas of life are bad. School is not bad. Sports is not bad. Fun is not bad. Work is not bad. Family is not bad. But when it comes to this, when we need to understand, when it comes to all of these items, all of these things, these things are good, but God is best. God is best. And let me ask you this, would you rather have what's good in your life or what's best for your life? Let's wrap up here. A couple questions for you, and then we'll get to our invitations. One is, are you putting God first? Are you putting God first? Only you know that. Are you putting God first? Next question is, is is God one of many priorities or the one and only priority in your life? Here's another question. Are you, are you fulfilling God's will for your life or someone else's will for your life? 
Final question, we'll be done. Final question, we'll be done. Are you pursuing after busyness or what's best? Busyness or best? Let's everybody stand. Let's everybody stand. <clears throat> this is our invitation. This is our invitation. Um, and so we call it an invitation because we're inviting you to make a decision. 